Wonderful people, and welcome to Fumble Through. Fumble Through. Fumble Through. A podcast that comes straight from the Phantom Zone. We're a bunch of old nerds who enjoy role playing games and throwing dice at each other. This is a real play podcast that explores the D20 Pathfinder system, though we like to beg, borrow, and steal from a massive range of sources and systems. So join us on a fantastic journey into the realm of fantasy where we get to explore our deepest hidden depths of our psyches. And hit us up on our social media pages at Fumble Through Podcast at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. How'd I do with that, Lindsay? Sure. Good. <laughs> My name's Justin and I'll be running the game for this session and joining me in the Fumble Factory is Brett. Hi. Um, I've been thinking about why doesn't glue stick to the inside of a bottle? Do we want to go into it now? How long have we got? I don't know. I've just been thinking about it. <laughs> My, Mikey's giving me the finger off mic. I don't like it. Oh, sorry. I know he's giving it to you on mic as well. Yeah. I've seen that finger on yeah. mic. On mic. <laughs> Speaking of Mike, I'm Mikey! Hello, I'm Mikey, and I think that the 1978 Battlestar Galactic is way better than 2012. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that's controversial. Uh I think the right response is like a Muppet. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) Uh-huh. Nice. Nice. Lindsay? Hi, I'm Lindsay. I'm man enough to admit my wife watches more sports than me. (laughs) (laughs) And our special guest star for tonight, Luke. Hi, I'm Luke. And, uh, yeah, apologies about last week where I came unprepared. You wrote that down. Oh, I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things, okay? But like I said to my old wife, honey, I don't drive any faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all in the reflexes. Oh, 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 wow. What movie was that from, Luke? Only the best movie of all time is Big Trouble in Little China. Jack Button, you leave Jack Button alone. Yeah, man. The Pork Chop Express. Did you did you just offend yourself? I think I might have done (laughs) that. This week's question to get us going. If you could cast one spell in real life, what spell would it be? Wish. Dancing lights. Oh, the most powerful spell. <laughs> the most powerful spell. The first question was wish. Yeah. What, what wish? You get three wishes. Yeah, sweet. What would you wish for? Um, obviously, um, a sultan. <laughs> As long as I say the wishes. So you don't want to be the sultan, you want a sultan. (laughs) Sweet. No, sorry, sultanas. I like sultanas. All right, Lindsay, what spell would you cast if you could cast any spell in real life? I'd probably go something just like fly. Just Mm -hmm. once. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is it once, ever? Or is it you learn one spell and that's the only spell you can ever cast? I think if it's a third level or lower spell, you can cast it once a day. Anything above that? Actually. Just once. Racial spell. You know what would be great? Press the digitation because it does everything. It doesn't do everything. It does everything. You could make a good living on Vegas. Yeah. Never so, need to do yeah. washing. True, true. <laughs> Hairstyles. Right. Change the colour of your clothes. You only need to buy once they're clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. I think this is saying a lot about you. <laughs> <laughs> because I've only ever seen you in one set of clothes. That's because he's woke. <laughs> I'm sorry I don't have 350 Star Wars shirts. Oh. That's not a That's not an insult. not a burn, It's not a burn. That's a thing of pride. Yeah, man. <laughs> Put it out there publicly because I love it. All right, Brett, what would you cast if you could cast any spell? Silence. <laughs> Actually, I can see you very much in very many situations. Just like, I've got a sp- silence. Mm. Yep, once a day. Only once a day. Mainly when I get up. <laughs> it only lasts for two seconds. Sometimes I need to do it on me, not everyone else, but mm. I think it would be worthwhile. I would choose the uh, spell charm. Yeah, You're going to get some charm somehow. Person. Oh, I thought you meant. Charm, the Three. TV show. <laughs> Three witches, yeah. <laughs> Three. Yeah. No, I, I think I, I, I'm kind of torn between teleportation and charm. No. Dimension door, come on. Yeah, dimension door. Dimension That's door, what yeah. you'd want, hey. Some, some kind of long striding movement. Mm. But only once a day to suck. Yeah. You get there, you, you can't get, get back. There, you can't get back. <laughs> yeah. It is an interesting thing, though, thinking about a spell coming into the real world because it changes the context of the power of certain spells. Like, a charm spell becomes so much more powerful in this world where nobody can do that or a, uh, a fly spell where no one else can fly. Question. Does charm work through a podcast? Well, not for me. <laughs> I think uh, we'll get some feedback on that on our social <laughs> Ladies. I, I've been thinking about a similar question, Justin, that when you're playing the game in mm. a world where healing is so easy, mm. 
do people care about pain? Because they know that they're just mm. going to get healed back up again. Like, you know, oh, yeah, that's going to really hurt. That's going to knock my arm off. Oh, but you healed it. It's fine. Do I yeah. really care? Do you Is get it high to- magic ball, though? Can everyone afford healing? Is it like American healing? Only for the rich. <laughs> now I take you to the Imaginatorium where you inhabit the characters of Flopsy, McCarthy, Decath, and Reg, a place where adventure awaits. The mist that surrounds you fades along with the slick, greasy feeling of magic that's in the air. This cold snow that cushioned the landing beneath you is now creeping into your bones. You look around and you seem to be in a snowy mountainous area, and judging by the thinness of the air, you're most likely at altitude. A mountain sits not too far away, its exposed rocky sides a break from the monotonous white of the snow. At least the rain that was falling around you before in Newsham has transformed into a clear blue sky. You're not sure if it's the cold or going through the portal, but your fingers are beginning to tingle. What are you guys going to do? (laughs) We went from rain, getting soaked in Mm. the rain, to now sitting in the snow. Ah, this is ridiculous. I start to take off my wet jacket and pull out my winter clothes from my backpack. And yeah, rug up, start to rug up. Flopsy is a little concerned because all of his stuff is sitting in a cart somewhere. Um, He's got very little on him. Cold doesn't bother him. It's never, ever bothered him. But he's a little concerned he's away from all of his stuff. He's got not a lot on him but but what's on his back. Miles pulls his leather overcoat close to him and is like, what the fuck happened? Reg turns to uh, Flopsy. Flopsy, you're supposed to tell me before you're going to pull a stunt like this. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. Was it the boy? (laughs) Was it you? If it was, I didn't mean to. You got that orcish poetry out again? No, I, I, we were just sitting around. It was with the same greasy thing when those creatures arrived. And that wasn't you, boy. That was something supernatural, magical, beyond our power. I, I, I don't understand it. That's very concerning for me. I understand most things. So, little Reg, just taking a surveillance of mm. the of the surroundings. Is there anything of note? It's mostly like snow, white with white snow, freshly fallen. The sky is clear. It's a beautiful day. And there's a mountain just, just off, probably mid-morning, Good. you would okay. think, like the sun sort of just reaching its, its horizon. Now, Decath, you're as you're sitting there, mm. you got the ring that came off that black dragon, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are no. You? No, I threw that to oh, uh, Flopsy, I believe. down his sword, his right <laughs> to Flopsy. So are you wearing that ring? Yeah, yeah, Flopsy put it on straight away. So the ring on your finger, are you wearing it on your finger or on your tail? Are they the only so, two options? Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> One ring to rule. Look, Flop- Flopsy would know that that ring has uh, powers that he couldn't understand. I'll put it on so I could keep examining this through the day and it's easier to reach. Just put it on this finger here. The ring right now is, is emanating a warmth. It seems to pulse a little bit and it's quite warm on your finger in terms of, you know, as the that greasy feeling in the air dissipates, so does the warmth of the ring. It starts to move away, it starts to dissipate, and it starts to uh, fade away. Can I do a magical examination as it's warm? You can. I'll use my arcane reservoir to jump straight into that. So, Flopsy, you're going to use your arcane reservoir. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? So he has an arcane reservoir and an ability, supernatural ability to see magic. He can... Uh, as if detect magic for three rounds, it happens instantly with an automatic arcana check at 24, and then his spellcraft check on top of that, mm-hmm. which is a natural 19. Get in the beauty. Nice. 27. A 27. Your role is fantastic. Yes, it is. It is. But you are still at a loss oh. as to exactly what this ring is. You, I mean, with that role... You know that it's emanating magic. It's somehow it's tied to these portals. Something is connecting those two things together, but it's not a real magic item that you can just identify. Something is shifting in here. It's ever moving. It's an ethereal kind of concept that you can't grasp with those those kind of, you know, the normal constraints of magic. It's outside the physics of magic, for want of a better term. This is beyond the laws of all known magic and I, I'll need some time. Flopsy's quite concerned, so he'll go off to the corner and just kind of think about stuff, mumbling to himself, trying the to... The corner of the mountain? <laughs> the, where, where the yellow snow is. <laughs> no, don't eat, no! We should get off the mountain, though. Uh, we should go, start moving towards shelter. It would get cold. Uh, no. One thing that I want to circle back to, so 
Decath has put on some cold weather gear. Does anyone else is anyone else equipped with cold weather gear or anything that will protect them from the cold? Because you are standing in well, snow right mm. now, and you've come from not not a cold climate. You've come from a, a fairly just a normal climate. And your your clothes probably aren't exactly equipped for this cold. Well, it was well, they'll be wet. It was as well, pissing rain, yeah. So yeah. it would be yeah. So I've got you, a change of clothes that I will switch into okay. to, to obviously because that will take the edge off of the. Is uh, that mankini? Turn your eyes away. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, hey, hey, I'm up here. <laughs> As mentioned last episode, Miles literally has no gear on him whatsoever, mm. except what's on his person. Flubs, he's only got his bag with not much in it. There's some arcane equipment and stuff, mm-hmm. but he's never felt the cold, given his heritage. Explain. Tieflings are resistant to cold five. But I guess the two characters that are kind of a, a bit warm right mm. now are Flopsy and Decath, mm. because Decath's got some cold weather gear because he so came nice. prepared yeah. as an adventurer. Correct. And uh, Flopsy just lucked this one out. <laughs> oh, sorry. Built his character well. I, um, yeah, so. <laughs> Don't laugh, Lizzie. The point of least resistance down the mountain is where we'll go. Okay. Dang, we're going down the mountain, yeah? Yeah. Well, why would you go up? Right. So, we, which direction? I guess the only real geographical down. feature that you can see is the down. mountain. Down. Is towards the mountains. Down? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep. I think down. So you start trudging through Mm. the snow. The snow is probably about calf deep at this point in time. Does anyone have survival? Yep. Okay, just make a survival check. Uh, Can you see over calf deep snow? Can I I help you? I'm I'm head deep, surely. Can I help you? Mm. Uh, It depends. What's your modifier? Because mine's not great. I I also will. I can't help you. Oh, 20. 20. I do not help you. Okay. On a 20, number one. As you start trudging through the snow, you, you've got little Regis in front and he starts to detect the path of least resistance going through the snow drifts, making sure you're staying away from deeper snow. I guess it's in your best interest given that you're only a halfling so that you don't, I mean, for you it's not calf length. It's probably waist deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I love also, how he's clearing the path through the snow as well. well <laughs> like, I, I would assume that little Reg being a halfling is walking a little higher on the snow than everybody else as he doesn't like see. Yeah, he's lighter no. so he doesn't see. I would imagine that Reggie's about as wide as, he's, as he is tall he is though, quite right? quite cubic, yes. You walk for about an hour over just plain snow. By this point, the time has come to the snow has eaped into your bones. Can I just get a fortitude save? This is a save against the cold that is starting to seep in. With that survival check, with Reg actually leading you through the uh, the more solid places, you're not as cold, so you can have a plus two from his survival check. Mm. And if you have a cold weather outfit, you can add another plus five to that. That is fantastic. On, that is bullshit. That gives me a 12. If you want even more bullshit, Flopsy, you don't have to make this check because I, you are immune to this cold. I would imagine that while the cold isn't affecting Flopsy, the strain of walking through the snow might well do. That's more about the actual trudgery than anything. Hmm. You've made your fortitude saves. What did you get, Decath? Decath got a 12. Decath, yeah. you <laughs> are actually starting to freeze, even with the cold weather gear. Uh, I should have Some, changed my underwear. Yeah, somehow you haven't done the right thing, yeah. and you have taken a four non-lethal points of damage. Now, remember, your non-lethal acts from the top down. If your non-lethal reaches your lethal damage, you fall unconscious. You don't die. It's a little bit different, but you do fall unconscious. Mm. What did you get, please, McCarthy? Uh, Miles rolled a 20. A 20. Nice. You have staved off the effects of the cold but, as you're trudging yeah, through. Even you know? in his wet clothes. And Reg. So as Reg is leading the way and getting most of the exposure on the snow, even with a plus five on his fort save and a plus two for the survival, I get a grand total of 12. Oh, oh, that's not great. Two points of non-lethal damage for you. And nice. Flopsy, now your your check is more around more the of a physical fatigue, la- yeah. I would think. You, let's hear, what'd you get? 18. 18. 18. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's been an hour of trudging through the snow. What, mm. what are your characters sort of reacting? You've had a bit of time together to talk about, you know, you've been tra- transported from Newsham. This is a whole new space. You know, what what's the, the talk after about five, ten minutes? I get the feeling that... You'd probably have a bit of time on your hands trudging through that snow. Over the last hour, what's been the topic of discussion? This coat does nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I spent so much money on these clothes and they do nothing. The goggles don't work. (laughs) Maybe I should take the wet clothes off underneath. That's what I say. At least you're dry. So what do we think is happening with this 
teleport portal thing. I have no bloody how, idea. How far do we think we've gone? Maybe if we get to a library, I could do some research, but there's nothing that I know of right now and no extra impetus that allows me to understand what the hell is going on. Mm. What I do know is this is bloody awful walking in the snow. My calves are sore. My legs are sore. I've not had to mm. work so hard and I haven't had a hot pocket all day. Can I make a knowledge nature to try and see how far away our nearest Report mountain was or that be geography? Oh, you can see it in front of you. I mean, no, you but can... like from where we were, would it be geography to know how close we would have to be to anywhere that was this cold? And I'm trying to figure out how far from where we were. Have you travelled? Yeah. From where did we, we got- come from a temperate zone to a Arctic Oh, you mean portal? like geographically? Yeah, where yeah. You are? No, that would be knowledge geography. So no, knowledge geography would be able to make you look around and see different geographical features in the landscape. All you know is you're at altitude somewhere. Like, yeah, I guess the akin to that is how do you know the difference between the Himalayas and the Alps? Well, well yeah, that's suppose the question is, was there anything like where we are? In the area of where oh, we definitely were, definitely not. So I've got, so I've got the- nature. So I was thinking, like maybe there's some trees. I haven't. I, I could go. Mm. Oh, that's a potted elm. They're only growing. The one thing that you can nice. probably say is you are nowhere close to the manor waste. We ain't in Kansas we, anymore. We knew when those uh, creatures were slurk and the uh, gorilla popped in, they came from somewhere very, very far away. They don't come from the, the regions we were at. Certainly we're not going to get to the observatory anytime soon. This is not a normal occurrence in your world, teleporting? Uh, no. Uh, are you stealing my accent? Pardon me. <laughs> I apologise. <laughs> a racist. Just, <laughs> I do speak, oh, I, I speak a bit of Elvin. Sometimes <laughs> I slide back into hey, the, into the dialect. Pardonnez-moi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, see, uh, this is the first time out of the Elven City for me, so I thought that this was all wild magic areas. This is not normal. No, no, no. The part, the reason we were in the Manor Waste is there's weird influxes of non-magic that happens and things don't work as they should. As we have seen, I think, this might be a part of the Manor Wastes, no? but I've got a feeling, given the uh, energy emanating from the ring, that it may have something to do with it. That was quite the dragon, and it did talk about the dark tapestry, which has some powers mm. that we are yet to fully understand. It seems a mystery is unfolding. It is lucky we are here. If we get to a library, there would be some great adventuring. Do you well, think library is always the library? Do you think that dragon's going to be after that ring? He looked fucking scary. I wonder if he's more after this claw. Nope. Flopsy holds up the claw that chopped off with it. You're, as you're moving through the snow, you're having a bit of a conversation. Just everybody make a perception check. I'm not. Nobody's talking to me. I'm at the front trudging through the damn snow. Are you happy about that, Red? No, I'm bloody Natty not. Natty 20. Oh, nice. Natty Crap, 11. Eleven total. It's decent. That's so again twenty-one. Twenty. <laughs> twenty. Twenty-one. So preoccupied with the snow, uh, I only rolled a thirteen. Okay. Uh, thirteen for Flopsy. He's right behind Miles, trying to let while Miles break the wind, the snow, the everything. Okay. Well, Miles is breaking wind, all right. Miles, you're the only one that's going to hear this, but you can hear the crunch of feet and kind of the the movement ahead of somebody over a snowdrift. You think there's somebody or something over the uh, the next little hill. Guys, make your movement up ahead. Obviously, I'm at the front of the queue. If yep. you're whispering, I'm not going to hear a thing. So I'm just going to keep trudging through the snow. So nice. if somebody taps me on the back and so says, stop. What, what's it marching on? I believe it was Reg, Flopsy, Miles, and I'm at the rear. I would grab Reginald by the back of the shirt and uh, yeah, double tap on the up. shoulder. Shh, what's now that you've all kind of settled down, stopped moving, you can hear like a from over that next snowdrift. What are we rolling? What are you rolling? I don't know. What are you doing? I'm going to go stealth and try and sneak up to the sure. edge of the... Draw weapons and move ahead. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to go on stealth as well. Why Another not? natty 20. <laughs> oh, nice. Check you those dice. on fire. Nice. But again, 21. <laughs> <laughs> Still, 21 stealth? On so fire. I rolled a stealth. I actually rolled a one. Okay. Uh, but I got a 13. 13. 17. Decath gets a 17 and Flopsy? 16. Pretty stealthy rolls across the uh, board, except for the halfling. Very un... That's actually supposed to be my jam as well, unfortunately, yeah. with a plus 12. And then Embarrassing. My... <laughs> I imagine this a little bit like Han Solo and Chewbacca coming over the snowdrift to look at the droid. And you guys pop your head over the uh, snowdrift. And, and I go... Moving through the snow without much of a care is a humanoid figure with pale skin and starkly white hair, a large menacing axe at its belt and its tough banded leather armour is both softened by fur of animals. Dragging behind it is the carcass of a bear that looks 
tiny in its hands, kind of giving you the first idea that this humanoid is a lot bigger in scale than you are. Bloody drag marks in the snow mark the path from where this creature has come dragging the bear from it. And you're looking back towards the, po- the clear path. It goes back towards the mountains. You just see this giant figure just dragging a dead bear. Ah, uh, gentlemen, if we let this thing go, perhaps the bear had a cave that we could rest in for the night. Yeah. Mm. I don't want to yeah. miss with that thing. That's... I'm watching Mikey just go, yeah. I could take that. I, yeah. <laughs> For all 20, I if, certainly if you can. know that yet, if it's big to you guys, it's absolutely gigantic to mm. me. So, Miles, what are you doing? It does look a bit scary. I don't know if we want to take something like that. I don't see any reason in picking a fight if we can just let the fight walk on by. The cat pulls the hammer back on his pistol. <laughs> so is there a blood perhaps? trail all the way from wherever it came from? Yeah, there's a, you see like behind it, because it's dragging that bear through the snow, there's a clear furrow in the snow that you can clearly see footprints. It's not too hard to follow. It might require a bit of a survival check to follow those pathways, but you you know, you can follow where it came from. So I with mean, a 13 on a survival check, do I feel like I can track that back? Easy. Cool. Alternatively, there is a bear that we could eat. We don't have much food. It obviously knows where the cave is because bears hibernate in the winter, so... Do you think it's ever not winter up here? Touché. <laughs> <laughs> the capillaries, look, after Miles' um, comment, he would have gone, hmm, yeah, but then after a break, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are you guys going to do? I mean, I think we could look. And, and, and then on the other, other hand, there is a nice warm pelt for Miles if we uh, skin this thing correctly. Let's take it. Flopsy, <laughs> Flopsy, Flopsy, I don't think I can trip something that big. The bear's already dead. Like my uncle used to say. Try or try not. (laughs) (laughs) And then he dies. (laughs) Jumping off the roof. Look, I I don't mind whether we uh, want to attack it or not. I'm not worried. Miles, do you want a warm coat? Anyone feeling hungry? I mean, look, in character, yeah, he'd be keen to attack, but I don't think we can kill (laughs) him. In in character, this would be one of the biggest things you have ever seen. Oh, yeah. Because he... Gorilla thing was large, right? The gorilla thing mm. wasn't large. It was a medium creature. It was, was a just large. B- a I was big just medium huge, yeah. creature. Flopsy, no matter what, would be staring at it. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Look how look at its what large What knowledge gate. could we make about this thing to figure out what it is? The knowledge local would uh, be enough to try and figure out. Does anyone have knowledge local? This is a humanoid creature, and I believe uh, knowledge local is the thing that you need for humanoids. I understand that's correct, yeah. yeah. I have no knowledges at all. I have no knowledge either here. I'm not from around but interestingly, here. Interestingly, yeah, if we're not from around here and we don't know where we are, how can we dip into knowledge it's, local? Knowledge local is like local customs. Don't think of it as a, the local area. That's a, a, a misgivings. It's really around local customs rather than your knowledge of a local area. It's knowing different customs and cultures. It's also about the creatures that inhabit those areas. Mm, so correct. humanoids are normally the creatures in those spaces. Mm-hmm. Does anybody have local knowledge? No. Nope. No, I think we've established that. I think we, we follow the bear trail back to yeah. where it came from. So the giant creature is dragging a bear. You know it's not a polar bear. It's either a brown or a grizzly or a yep. black bear, Some something along that. But you don't Some, identify it. Yeah, exactly. it's a bear. So let's, let's follow the blood trail back and see where the bear was killed. I would suggest let that big thing walk off first. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. You give it a, a few minutes and it disappears off over a couple of drifts. You wait an appropriate amount of time before there's no sound anymore, mm-hmm. giving you guys free access to uh, to the trail from whence it came. Cool. So we go with the 12 I rolled earlier. Mm-hmm. The okay. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Right. And you start shuffling down the trail. Eventually the trail leads into a greener area. So there's trees that start oh, to God. pop up as you get lower in altitude. You get start getting a bit closer to the mountains. There's still snow everywhere, but it's a bit more sheltered. It's certainly not as cold here because it does have that little bubble of shelter inside it. And eventually you get to a crack in the wall of the mountain that shows clear signs of movement in the ground. There's muddy and trampled footprints going into this crack into the mountain. And a blood trail from where the bear was dragged can clearly be seen from even the distance that you are. So what kind of tracks are they? Um, Either brown or grizzly or (laughs) black. Uh, bear tracks. There, it's uh, the you can see the blood trail very clearly from the drag mark, but you can also see the big footprints 
in there, but, but the I other, mean, that's the the other tracks kind of... look like animals, but it's because yeah. it's a thoroughfare you can see, yeah. you know, probably but where the bear, tracks yeah, where the what, bear's yeah. moved in and out. Can I have a listen to see if there's anything going on inside? Of course you can. Noises? Natural 20. 21. No. <laughs> no good fucking dice. <laughs> 12. Yeah. 12 perception. Very suspicious. That's 12 perception. So with a 12 perception, you don't hear too much. Might have a listen as well, yep. because yeah. it does make sense that we would all just cock our ears to Well, there may be another pair. What, your ears? I rolled sure. a 12. 16. Oh, that's good. 20. Oh. Ooh. The person that doesn't hear anything the best is Reg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That they're listening. In we go. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that was your teeth chattering. Yes, it was. Because <laughs> that, that action that did not look eye. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Why has he moved his hips, though? <laughs> His hips don't lie. <laughs> so you get to a point. Are you going to approach the cave? Oh, yeah. Weapons out. Yeah. All right. Marching order, please. Who's going first? I'll go first. I'll stealth in. Who's going second? I'll go second. How okay. distance between you? Like, how's what's your approach? Describe it. Um, how dark is it in there? In the cave? Mm. Well, pretty dark. It's certainly, it's a cave without light. Well, I'm not going to be able to see, so... There'll be light coming in from the opening, you think? It just depends how far in you go. Like, So I'll stealth. I'll go in first and have a little check about 10, 15 feet ahead of everybody else. So you're going to move up. Are you guys all going to move together or are you going to Can split up a little? Can you in the dark? No. Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. So I'll, I'll stealth in behind him. Yeah. So the two of you are going to go there. You guys staying behind or are you following? Or are you I, I think we'll give them, them 20 foot okay. distance so that my light doesn't bleed into their space. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. In we go. Stealth check. I'll be able to see the back of them in their shadow and not lose them, but not give their presence away. Oh, that's nice. 26. Miles, you want to hang with me? 26 yeah. is magnificent. What is your bonus on stealth? Uh, none of your business, really. <laughs> Plus nine. <laughs> it's too stealthy for me to Plus, know. Yeah. Plus nine. Plus nine. Oh. Excellent. Wow. I thought Reg was supposed to be the stealthy character. What's your stealth bonus, Reg? 12. Plus 12. Mm. Oh, really? Mm. <laughs> I was, you certainly I haven't got, rolled like yeah, it. No, yeah. no. Well, I got 25 there. I, I mean, it's a lot easier for him to hide. Yeah, because he's so little. Yeah. You move up. So you guys are about 20 feet apart from each other. The group, we'll call you, we'll call Decath and Reg group A, and we'll call Miles and Flopsy group death. So, <laughs> so group, group A approaches the cave. Yeah. Um, the, the interior of the cave gives you immediate protection from the cold outside. This cave is, oh, nice. is a really nice geographical feature that keeps you out of harm's way of the environment outside. You think that it, even with a fire inside here that you'll definitely be able to warm up and nice. that this place would be a good place to stay. The floor of the cavern of this cave is littered with the bones of animals and you can see like a nest of sorts in the corner of the cave made with rags and sticks and animal hides, you know, stuff that's found all over the place that's been dragged in here. You can see even parts of like clothing is, okay, is yep. inside there. Nothing intact. It's more rags, but obviously at some point maybe a, a person's been mauled or whatever um, that's come inside here. Nice. It's dark and it doesn't really smell great. It's got that musty smell of a bear that's been in, inhabiting. And at the back of the cave you can see that there is a smaller passage that leaves uh, deeper into the cave, probably not even big enough for a bear to have actually accessed. So. The passage is good for a small character. Other characters probably have to kind of crawl through there and you know, squeeze. I'll sort of motion ahead to Reg and we'll so sneak is, up to the hole. Sorry, just to confirm, this is not in the dark. We can see this either way. In this cave, because the cave entrance is there, so this part of the cave, it's shadowy light. Okay. Okay. And so I think Re uh, Flopsy said he's got a I've light got, source. I've cast light on myself, so on a little rock that I'm holding. So there'll be 20 feet of light for me and then 20 okay. feet of shadowy kind of illumination after that. Well, the good thing is if we can get through this hole into a bigger area, that giant won't be able to come back and hmm. eat us. Oh, so well, um, 24 to stealth up to the hole. 24 Thanks. to stealth up the hole, yeah. Yeah, you, you just kinda... sort of peer in. It's a little kind of a tunnel. So you would have mm. to get on all fours and sort of crawl through the tunnel into the next section. It's a fissure in the wall okay. in the back of the cave. I just wait for you guys to come in. Shall yeah. we? Uh, 23 staff up behind you then. Yep. Check out the uh, outdoor part of the cave before pressing in, or were you okay to. I, don't, uh, I was just checking that no one was here. Ah. I think I can get in that hole. 
where what's the attack? So we've got Reg. Sorry, Team A have stealthed up to this uh, this crack in the cave entrance at the back. Um, they've done so fairly stealthily, almost where Miles and Flopsy. You kind of turn around and wonder where they are. Mm. Seems it seems safe in here. We should press on or check this part of the cave out, or are we going into that crevasse? I'd like to get warm. Take the clothes off. I'll rub you down. <laughs> I thought maybe a fire would be better. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Hey, how um, much of the opening can I see into? You can, it's probably about 20 feet, but it's a small cave. That The way that it is, you can't. it's not like a, a through tunnel that you can see from the entrance. Okay, let's get warmed. I'll go outside. Did Katha go outside and get wood? Any wood he can find to make a start a fire? The nest itself has a bit of wood inside it, but, yeah, you can definitely find some wood from outside mm. in the, the wooded area. Okay, once I get some wood, I'm going to take it back in the hole. Start a fire. <laughs> oh, so do we need more wood than that? We probably would to keep us going all night. Allow me to go get some more from the uh, nest and uh, carry as much as I can. Oh, we should probably, let's have a search while we're... Should we search around out here? Hmm. Let's do a search. Everybody make a perception check. Is there a reason why we shouldn't take 20? No. Not at all. Is there any rush? No. So you do a search around the cave looking for different things. So what's what's your approach to that? Are you going to take 20 like I'd say 20, 22. Yeah. 20, yep. 22. Oh. 20 as well, Michael. 22, yeah. but I rolled for mine. 21. 21. Oh. oh, sucks to be you. It's cold. You do your search. Miles, you're kind of walking through, kind of having a look, and in one of the cracks you find a piece of paper just sort of stuck there. Like it's blown in and kind of flown into the uh, into the side of the cave. He's going to pick it up and open it. You open it and there's uh, explosive... No. <laughs> you open it and on the uh, piece of paper is magical writing. You, you don't know what the writing is. Even as you look at it, the writing shifts and changes and it, it kind of undulates. It looks like something you've never really seen before. Spidery and it's in its kind of... He's going to concentrate really hard and see if he can figure out what it says. So you concentrate really hard. I'm going to roll a percentile check. Okay. That's uh, 81. You concentrate really hard on this piece of paper and all of a sudden your eyes kind of glaze over a little bit and you feel a tingling through your entire body. All of a sudden this spidery language starts moving together and you can see that written on this scroll is kind of a spell. Something that you can understand, something that you can actually cast. You think it might be a scroll of grief. Uh, Flopsy, Flopsies, I, f- I found this thing and I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a, a magic scroll of, of grief. How did you read that, boy? That's it was all ma- like magical writing. Floating words and weird symbols and I kind of concentrated really hard and suddenly I felt all tingly and then it kind of like formed up into... Well, that's uncanny. When I have to read magic, I need a verbal and a somatic component and a prism to look through, and you can just do it by concentrating. You are quite the boy. Thank you. It kind of feels like you can see him kind of like stand up a little straight and go. Uh, Flopsy will grab the piece of paper and make sure it's a scroll of Greece. So you look at it and it is definitely a scroll of Greece. At the same time as you're doing that, Reg, you kind of are poking around that nest a little bit and you come out with a quill that's from a large feathered creature. All the feathers have been stripped off, so it's just that quill part. But somebody's taken this quill that's about a foot long and so that's ca- massive on me then, and carved mm. into it. It's Yeah, it's, it's a very large kind of spiny thing, but you can definitely tell it's the inside of a feather. Yep. And somebody's taken somebody's the time to actually carve mm. around it. It's about, yeah. The tape is at one end. It's thick on the other. Cool. So like I walk up, walk up to Flopsy. And, yeah, Flopsy, I just, I just found this um, massive feather. It's like girt massive. <laughs> Look at this. It's got writing on it or something. What do you reckon? It's almost as tall as you are. I know, right? Oh, it's no good for a hat for me. Let me try and decipher the writing on that. Mm-hmm. It's not writing. It's more scroll. It's decorative. Detect magic. You detect magic, you definitely... It's a magical piece of quillness. <laughs> well, you better hold on to that then, eh? I look at it for three rounds. Okay. And then I do a knowledge arcana. Yes. And then I do a spellcraft to identify it. So in the first round, you identify it as a magic item. It emanates a, a not a huge magical aura. In the second round, you can do your arcana check. What's your arcana check? Or is that with that other thing that gets you massive? No, I'm not using that this time. 
This is a normal arcana check, 25. A 25. Well, same massive thing. It's a conjuration magic. And then the last one is to understand natural one. An, Boo. A natural one. <laughs> you just, you are very not sure. Nine. Yeah, you are really not sure what spell. It's some kind of conjuration spell, but you really can't figure out what type of magical spell is contained within that. At the same time, Miles. Yes. You're looking and your eyes are still kind of adjusting to the light and you kind of look over this wand and you see a magical aura glowing from it. You Mm. see something a little bit strange. You can see that, again, like, um, um, that spidery magic through your eyesight coming through. The, the, that quill thing's glowing. Good. What do you see, boy? I just see more weird symbols, kind of like on the Concentrate that on them. Put them together in your mind. Just roll a d20 for me, Lindsay. Five. A five. You, you kind of, you've almost grasped something, but it kind of fails and that, that glow just sort of dissipates from the, uh, from the magical nope, aura around nope, it. Nope, it's gone. The, the, the glow's gone. Flopsy will just take that. Do you mind if I hang on to this and uh, keep studying it? I don't want it. Just, okay. Yep. You'll pocket it all for further interrogation. All yours. And uh, you guys are kind of doing that to and fro. The three of you are gathered around. You see Decath kind of stand up and he turns around and there's a piece of paper stuck to his back. Mm. Kath, you have toilet paper on your back. <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> um, you kind of pick it off, and again, that same kind of spidery mm. writing is is on this sheaf of paper. Miles, have I seen you do it with the weird crystal thing? I pull a crystal out and try. When I try and read magic, I pull a crystal out, say some words, gesture with my hands. Can I can I try with your crystal thing? Try this. Hold 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 this crystal in front of your eyes. It might focus the writing into a more palatable mindset. So while this is going on, Reg is just like going like tennis, kind of like between the two of them as it say, What the hell is going on here? And I'm getting dry clothes on. <laughs> so you hold up this crystal to your eyes and what happens? As I turn like the quartz around and kind of like reflect the light, the magic symbols that are on the paper kind of seem to align in a better, more understandable way to me. And I suddenly like reading it in a language I don't even understand myself. Just your fingers like this and it will focus the words into the prism so you can read them more gently. Okay. I follow the, the commands that Flopsy is kind of teaching me and it definitely helps make it easier to, to understand and read magic. And so you read magic for the first time you have control Second of time. a spell. Well, this is the first time you have control of it. The first, the first time you did it, you kind of lucked into it. This time you deliberately have moved your hands, you've used the, the right focus, and you see on there the idea, the image of the magic comes through that you can maybe use this scroll to put your hands together in kind of a V-shape and a jet of fire will emanate from them. In game terms, burning hands. Afterburner. Oh, this this spell mm. looks a bit frightening. Flame fan. Here, you, you can have this one. Correct, I will have all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you build a fire, obviously. Yeah, fire's been going You for kind a while. of build a camp. You've, you've, you start warming up a little bit. This is obviously, you know, a lot different from the night that you spent yesterday in the rain outside of Newsham being uh, chased by hillbillies. Now that we're settled and a bit drier. I think that we should investigate this small cave at the back. Have you uh, dried off on the fire and everything? Yeah, I'm quite nice now. Gath, like, before we head back there, mm. you seem quite proficient with that weapon of yours. I've seen you pull it out when that large creature was walking past, as if you thought you might be able to at least give it a run for its money. If you do not have confidence, what is the point? Oh. In my mind, I'm the greatest fighter ever. I just need to show everyone else. I think I've seen a glimpse of that. That time you jump from horse to horse was oh, quite fantastic. Mm, mm. I must have missed that part. You were <laughs> yes. in the bag, I believe. <laughs> you were on your way, I think. Uh, oh, yes. Okay, well, I'll, this is out of my realm. I'll follow mm. you, Decath and Reginald. Um, Miles, if you've got any... Well, I'm just going to suggest maybe the uh, Reggie calls first because... Because I'm small? To, yes, literally that. Oh, We don't need to squeeze you. <laughs> you know... It's going to be hard for us to fight if we encounter anything in there. Chop, chop. Reg just pulls a piece of raw Russian meat with a little chew. 
All right, you, boys, let's do this. You'll need some light through there, unless you can see in the dark. Do you want my uh, rock of light? You can put it in your pocket if you need to go dark. And I'm happy to take your stones any time, Let's go. Oh, Richie. So you start moving through the corridor. Are you all of you getting on hands and knees? I guess, Reggie, you can crouch and get through that corridor with ease. Everybody else who's medium-sized is going to have to actually crawl. Yeah, we'll just human centipede it through. That's right. Crouching tiger little child, Cynthia. Are you you're moving first, obviously? Uh, yes. Yep. Just make an acrobatics check for me to make sure you don't get snagged or stuck. On your way through. 14. 14's easy. You kind of mm. slip through with it with the greatest of ease. Who's coming next? Well, that'll be me, to Kath. And that is a reflex of 12. You managed to get through <laughs> with the greatest of ease without too, too many issues. Who's coming after that? This dice is amazing. Natty 20. Oh. So Miles starts coming through with Check a natty it. 20. Yeah. 21? Acrobatics, is it? Yep. Yes, 21. <laughs> <laughs> I have a plus one for all skills. So, again, you move through with the greatest of ease, not getting snagged, and coming up from the rear flopsy. I'm bloody caught on the bloody edge of the oh, bloody eight. An eight. You get snagged. So you get snagged <laughs> on one of the rocks. Maybe the backpack gets cut. Oh, my, tail. <laughs> my tail's got caught. I can't move it. I'm and stuck. You guys hear from further up the tunnel that flopsy's in a bit of trouble. Is that who? Hang on. McCarthy it seems like I'm left Surely alone. Surely we're too far forward up mm, the I can't get back oh, there, channel. So. Yeah, yeah, well, but I guess the only person that is in a position to help you is McCarthy. So I was a- just trying to figure out how I turn around and get over the back of him. <laughs> Flopsy mm. might just back out and try again. So you back out and try again. Are you okay, right. Flopsy? Running start this time. 19. 19. 19 is nice. definitely enough for you to get through that tunnel. You get to the end of the tunnel and the edge of a ledge is the main thing that you come out to. You see a massive cavern that spreads out in front of you, but in front of you is a crevasse that stretches about 20 feet. There is a two foot ledge that crosses it like a bridge that would require some type of, uh, of check to move over a very dangerous check to move over as a matter of fact, because if you want to keep going deeper into this complex, that's what you're going to have to do. Reggie, have you got any rope? No. He no. I have no rope. Oh, yeah, but... <laughs> Does I anybody do. get okay, it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reggie. So oh. Reggie, yeah, Reggie takes out his rope, ties mm. it around his waist, and then turns to Dakarth. Mate, I'm trusting you with my life. Don't let go. And then I will attempt to then cross... Concerned at Descartes' nonchalance at my... You start moving across the, uh, the, small, the small ledge across the crevasse. Another acrobatics check, please. So let's see. So I rolled a 19, which gives me an acrobatics of 29. No. Of 29. You, da- <laughs> you dance across the 20-foot gap, get to the other side, and now you have a rope that is uh, extended across the entire part. If you can manage to maybe Find hold so to that... Secure it. Or secure yep. it. That'll uh, make that acrobatics check a lot easier for cool, everybody cool. who has to come uh, come across afterwards. Mm. Who's I going, made it. He's going good. next. How did he made that pretty easily, didn't he? He made that really oh. easy. He made that look amazingly easy. He's little, little. He's a lot smaller in scale, mm. though. So dainty, you know, a small dainty. ledge mm. a sm- that to, to walk over is is a lot easier, a lot bigger for him than it is for you. Is there something to tie the rope to the side or does someone have to hold it on the other end? Uh, does anyone have anything to actually – you've got a cliff face from the, uh, from the little cave. So there's no rock so we can through. tie it to or anything. There's not really like if you've got a pitten or something or something, that wedge or jam or is there anything that you've got that you can think of on your person? Otherwise, someone can just hold it and we brace. Use a, the spike quill. <laughs> it's a soap bar, but it's about anything I've got. Okay. Interesting. Just make, right. it, make it harder. Who's going oh, next? He holds his smiles and I'll go. Okay. 28. Oh. You went, no. I was like, oh. yeah. You, again, cross this very easily. You're a standard reg at just the nimbleness of the cat. Yes. I'm very impressed. Flopsy, I'll, I'll hold the rope. You cross. Team death. Excellent. <laughs> Great. Now. Um, before I go over, just uh, wrap me once in that rope so that if I fall, it catches me a little bit and it'll just tie it around him like loosely so it travels with him as a kind of knot. He okay. kind of 
thing. Oh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know. yeah, I know. yeah just yeah. one wrap around so that if it falls, you've got to move with the loop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a safety belt. Yeah. He's going to do it in five foot steps if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to rush this thing. You still have to make an acrobatics check. It doesn't, you cannot game this system <laughs> with your five foot steppage. 18. 18. With an 18, you carefully move across as the, uh, I guess, the elder statesman, even though you're not actually that old, but the, uh, you know, you, you kind of make across pretty easily. And the last person to come across is Miles. Now, Miles, you do not have a rope to brace yourself again. Yes, he does. Tie onto the end of that. We'll three of us will hold this end, and if you fall, we'll pull you up. What I mean by what I mean by that is sorry, yeah, got you Before two characters were holding it, so you could kind of grab it and brace yourself. He's got to do it by himself. Yes, if he falls, he can tie it around his waist and dangle like a yo-yo. I'm a young spry farmer. I'll I'll do that. But sure, let's let's give it a go. 13. Oh, 13. You get about halfway across and And you just kind of slip a little bit and you start to kind of lose your footing across this. Just make a reflex save to see if you can catch yourself. Brace, boys. Oh, that's a natty one. Oh, on a natty one, you lose your footing and you fall straight off the ledge. Who is holding the rope, all three of you? Uh, Yeah, I think so. No, Uh, no, okay. No one. I I was holding it it when you came across. Then what happened? I'd have an armor. I'd have a hand on it. Yep. Okay, cool. And the rope. So the two characters that are holding the rope are Reg and Akath. Mm -hmm. You hear a tug as, as McCarthy falls down. You hear him slap into the uh, into the wall below. Tug and a slap. Okay. Yep. It's up to you guys to do some strength checks to so, try and pull uh, him up. You're a dex build as well, aren't you? I am. Yeah, great. This is going to go badly. <laughs> I'll aid you. Uh, I rolled 11. I don't help. <laughs> so, Moss, you stay kind of where you are. You're going to try. And... today, the car. Oh. Are you going to try? Oh. And... Oh. really hurt. My dueling wrist. Hello. <laughs> are you going to try and climb up and, and help them? Yeah, but, yeah. Okay, let's see if you can do a climb, climb up check. and help us <laughs> to help up, him yeah. climb up. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, I love this day. So climb check. Yep. Mm. 22. Miles, you find yourself on the other side of the crevasse. You've crawled up. You see the figures of Decath and you see Reg on the other side holding the rope, not really assisting you too much. And Don't worry, I've got it. <laughs> Just pulls himself up. That rope is very harsh on my hands. So you're standing there, you know, panting, having moved across. Uh, you've just almost lost your life falling down into a uh, into a death-defying crevasse. If you didn't have that rope, you probably would be dead right now. And you're kind of looking at these guys. You all make eye contact as all of a sudden you hear a blood-curdling roar emanating, refracting through the uh, through the cavern that you're in. It's coming from deeper on into the cave complex, but you you know it's not too far away. Oh God, what's that? Weapons drawn. Yeah. There's no other way we can go, is there? No. There's just Back. one. Yeah, but. Down. But we know that leads out to the snow and yep. no good. Yeah. The only other way you can go is down, climb down the crevasse. Okay. Weapons out. Move in stealthy. Mm. Okay. Marching order, please. Reg, Decath, Miles. Is it wide enough Boppy? to go two by two in square formation? Uh, yes, oh. you can go two by two. Nice. Yeah, the, okay. the tunnel's about 10 foot. 23 on the stealth. Reggie's warmed up a fair Okay, so you guys are all stealthing in. Yep. Trying to make yep. as little 18. noise as possible. 18 weapons on stealth. Out. Yep. Six okay. on stealth. He's breathing too heavy. So, Reg, what did you get? Um, a 23. Okay. Decath? Uh, 19. Miles? Uh, Miles, breathing heavily after climbing, is on a six. Ooh. And? Flopsy's going to stay 20 feet back like he has before. He's on a seven as well. Okay, 20 feet back. Who's got the light on them? Because remember, it is pitch black in here. I gave the rock to Little Nugget. Oh, that's right, you did. Okay, yeah. so Reg has got a light coming from him. And moving stealthily. Mm. You walk into a cavern and the cavern in front of you kind of changes as you, uh, as you walk further into the cave complex. It abruptly changes halfway along. The far end appears to be part of a room with an ornate floor, a window and a chair frozen in time by a layer of ice that surrounds it, just like a a glistening layer of ice. In front of one section of ice, you can see a large cat with spots attempting to scratch into the wall to get access to something beyond in the ice. It almost looks like the cave, which is natural, 
all of a sudden has just turned into a room. There's just a mm. half a room just there. And you can even see where the floor meets the uh, unworked stone. It's jagged like this thing has just been thrust into this area. And there is ice covering that entire section. But you also see that the cat turns, looks directly at Miles, who is making <laughs> the most amount of noise. And now we roll for initiative. Yeah, kitty, kitty, kitty. Does it see... Reg and Decarth, or is it just focused? Sees all of you, but it definitely turns around. It's startled by you because obviously Miles has made enough noise that it's distracted it from what its task and what it was doing. Let's hear what your initiative checks are. Let's see a Miles McCarthy. 13.3. Reg? 8.6. 8.6. 2. Flopsy? Uh, 5.3. And Decarth? Just 20. 20. That's your modifier. <laughs> the cat turning around, seeing you there, the front row of you would be Decath and Reg. Mm-hmm. Seeing Reg with the light source mm-hmm. would probably be attracted to you more than anybody else. <laughs> it runs at you in full speed. As it runs at you, it jumps through the air. Two claws rake at you. Let's see if those two claws hit. Uh, that will be a 21 from one claw as it rakes at you and a 22 from the second claw. Sure. This is really bad. This Those is- two claws both find purchase in your skin. The first claw takes you for five points of damage and the second claw takes you for four points of damage. The cat then attempts to bite you. Hang on, five, then four? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm dying. Okay. And you see this Reg really just bad. fall straight on the floor, cat on top of him, Reg down. Oh, hang on. I'm on zero. No. Am I still up on zero? You are. Yeah. You are, which is sometimes worse. Don't be on zero. <laughs> Don't be on zero. It's about to be worse. Yeah, no, no, there we go. Oh. I'm on zero. I'm still up. But that's, this is bad. This is really bad. So you're, on, you're still standing, Reg? On zero. Okay. It then attempts to bite you. Oh, my God. I'm rolling Change so your fucking dice then. <laughs> 22. Yeah. Yes. And three points of damage. And from now I'm dying. That just, it, you, you guys just see this cat come running in, claw, claw, bite to the shoulder, and it just grabs onto him as his limp body falls to the floor with a cat on top of it. The next person to go is Decath. Oh, You're Reggie. standing right next to this, so you get a full Reginald. attack. 18 plus 5 is 23. 23 is very much enough to hit it. Oh, a rapier, possible critical. 12, 17 to hit. A 17 definitely hits. Is a critical hit. Oh, Two yeah. dice get damage. It, get it, get it, get 7 it. plus strength, 8, 9. 9 points of damage. Yeah. Boom, you just, your rapier finds its skin and you just pierce it. Pierce it like it's never been pierced before. <laughs> Miles McCarthy, your go is next. Um, Miles is going to go, oh, God, Reggie's down. He's going to run up and punch this cat in the face. Like McCarthy cares. That's not probably going to hit. Yeah, where's all his 20s now? Miles rolls a, a 10 to hit. Okay, a 10 does not hit. You kind of, it jumps out of the way. It's definitely dodging you. Can you make a knowledge check on this cat as well? You can, knowledge nature. 16. A 16 is enough to tell you that this is a snow leopard. Oh, this is a great cat family. They're endangered. Uh, I wish I knew the Latin for what a snow leopard's name was. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't kill it. They're endangered. Sorry, yes. Reg. <laughs> They're no, very it's a rare. fantasy world. They're everywhere. Oh, okay, fair enough then. That brings us down to Reginald. Oh, Reginald, knowing that his uh, replacement is behind the wall of ice the cat was trying to get to, has uh, <laughs> uh, stabilized. I've, all, I've successfully stabilized. Think positive, Reg. Okay, so you have stabilised yes. you. You kind of got this cat on top of you. Your prone body. Sorry, I forgot that you were actually down. I thought you were going to be heroic, and then I realised I've killed you already. Mm. Not yet. Flopsy, it's your go. Flopsy will uh, reach into his pouch at his belt and pull out three different colours of sand, walk 15 feet up to the cat mm-hmm. and throw that sand in its face, encanting some arcane words, and then it needs to make a will save. A will save? Interesting. That is a will save of six. It does not succeed against the colour spray that goes towards it. Oh. Hit dice, please. It has four hit dice. 
Ah, a creature of three or four hit dice is blinded and stunned for 1d4 rounds and then stunned for one more round. Okay, roll a d4 for me. Is that an area of effect spell? It's a cone, 15 okay, foot. Okay, good. Did you just cast a spell within uh, five foot of it so you didn't hit your companions? Nope. <laughs> Evan? Three. I don't need to make a will save because I'm unconscious, right? That's correct. Great. Yeah. Hey, hey, Miles. Yes? Make a will save. <laughs> Uh, Devin. So you are now blinded and stunned. No, he's not. He's one hit dice, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're, uncon- <laughs> you're unconscious, blinded and stunned for five rounds. So we're lining up a buffet for the cat. <laughs> and then basically. blinded and stunned for one round. And then stunned for one round. <laughs> Unless you're not living. I really hope my dice are working. Yeah. Do you remember when I said this was going to be a real short combat? Awesome. Mm. It really is, but not for the reasons I thought. <laughs> okay, so you've Are walked we- up and you have literally thrown a colour spray out at the party. You've not only hit the cat successfully, but you've also hit Miles, who is right next to it. Probably the better choice, given that it was either Miles <laughs> or Reg. Uh, sorry, Miles or Decath, and Decath has actually done some damage. Mm. A lot of damage, quite a mm. lot of damage. That brings us back to the top of the round, the cat. That puts you right next to the cat. Five, 15 foot cat. away. 15 foot away. 15 foot away. Okay. So you get those two. The cat is now stunned. What does that mean? Blinded, blinded. and stunned. What? So you tell us about stunned 15, and blinded. Blinded please. means you can only attack within a creature five foot away. Mm-hmm. That's a 50% mischance. Okay. And, and you take a negative two penalty to armor class. You lose your dex bonus to armor class, if any, and a negative four penalty on most strength and dex-based skill checks, and on opposed perception skill checks. Okay. Anything on vision, you can't do. So he's going to attempt to hit Decath, who struck him with the rapier. He's very upset about that, so he's going to claw out at you. Um, that claw, while it would have struck home really well, because it's blind, you managed to move out of the way as a hey. 50% mischance comes into play. Very good. And it misses it then strikes with a second claw and exactly the same thing happens mm-hmm. on a natural one. Oh, nice let's fumble. see if fumble. it fumble through oh. oh that is a natural one followed by a natural one Lindsay oh. do you have the fumble chart no <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay, this yeah. is an actual fumble. So this is the first fumble that we've done to give people a bit of an idea. If you roll a natural one in our game, just like a critical, we roll to confirm. What to, and if you miss again, that is a critical fumble. Mikey, can you please roll a d20 as we you consult can. the critical fumble chart? Okay, 13. On a 13. Lindsay, if you would do the honours and tell us what that is on our Fumble Factory chart. Fumbler's movements put them severely off balance. They lose dexterity, shield, and dodge bonus to AC for the next round. Oh, that's awful. That's good. That is terrible for this thing. It's already lost its dex bonus to armor class. That is terrible. So it's blinded. It's lost its dex. It's just in a very, very... And it dropped its shield. Bad way. Decath, would you like to repost? I would. 15 to hit. Definitely hits. For nine points of damage again. Oh, another nine points of damage. It is not looking great at all. It is well Mm. and truly kind of staggering. There's blood just pouring out all over Reg under it. It's really in a bad way. Miles McCarthy. It's unconscious. On the floor, suffering from party treasure. Gets us to Reg, unconscious, (laughs) on the floor, covered in blood. Raspy breathing. Did I say party treasure? You You did. did, yeah. Oh, what a treasure. <laughs> what a treasure. Flopsy, it's your go. Flopsy will walk up next to Reginald, mm-hmm. which would be 10 foot from the cat. On the other side of cat. And cast Infernal Healing on Reginald's head. Fast healing one for the next minute. It was my chest that got hit. The cat's standing on top of Reggie. So it pounced, grabbed Reggie. Reggie's literally fallen under the cat, mm. which is why the cat is bleeding all over him. But it is blind, right? Okay. Go so on. can you yeah. approach? Can you approach a blind? No, I'm doing creature? it. Sorry. So you do it. You get it off. I do. Mm-hmm. 
what is uh, Infernal Healing, I guess? Is this that spell that you cast into Kath last time? Correct. Yes. So what is that? One point of healing. One point of healing turn, every for round for a minute. For a minute. Starting with this round. On your turn. On my turn. And that brings us back to La Cats. It's a French cat. Okay, that's all right. Elven cat. It's been chasing a skunk all day. <laughs> Ooh, does a two strike home? A two? Yes. No. That's great because it also missed with its 50% miss chance. Uh-huh. And its second claw, natural one. Yo. Nice. That's good. That's good. Ooh, okay, this is a bit better. That is followed by a 17. So while it misses, it doesn't confirm. 17 a- does hit. And fun ball. Lucky. It's good. Oh, yeah, I should have asked. Does 17 hit? It does. Okay. That does not confirm a yeah, fun ball. Right. Uh, Decath. Ah, 10 again, 15. Hits. Five points of damage. Five points of damage is enough to slice this through its face. You drop the cat onto the ground. It is dead, dead, dead. Well done. Well done. And that is the end of that combat. And the end of today's episode. We will see you next time. Bubble through. Fucking stop touching me, Luke. <laughs> I'm going to get from backyard. Frank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they pay you money to come and do it. So I thought, well, yeah, apparently. Is that a group on there? I th- think so. It's all on Reddit. It's a franking good time. <laughs> yeah, it should be fun. Yeah. I mean, what can go wrong? What is franking? Of course, a fracas.